welcome back to SCWCT. I'm Chef T, your host, and we are going to be covering the news uh, pretty much from my phone today. So I'm hoping the recording is going to come out decent in a way. Um, sometimes the recording from the phone could be a little bit challenging, but let's see how this comes out. You guys could give give me some feedback. My computer is not my friend today. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm not going to get into that subject. I'm sure many of you probably deal with the same experience. So I'm gonna really monitor my tone since the audio, I am using a lavalier connected to my phone, hoping that can be of help during this recording. I'm also gonna be very still in my movement, hoping that can also contribute some positive influence to the sound. Anyhow, let's move to what the topics are for today. So I wanted to cover a few news. Two of them is actually going to be on healthline.com. I actually like that site. They have a lot of scientific facts, links to back up their um, articles, which is great. And I always like to go back to those links and kind of look at the scientific terms, dissect it myself. And if there's words, scientific words that I I'm not familiar with, I'll research the word. You know, that's, it's all about, that's, you know, that's education. Um, you come across something that you don't, you're not familiar with, research it, get familiarized with it. And when you are in your world and you come across this particular ingredient, component, element, whatever you want to call it, at least you are more knowledgeable of that particular item that you saw. Anyhow, three topics today. So, First topic we are going to be covering is on dailyhodl.com, World Economic Forum, name XRP as crypto asset most relevant in central bank digital currency space. Next, we are going to talk about the 12 best keto diet books that you should have. And lastly, we're going to cover an article also on healthline.com, eight foods and beverages to avoid if you have arthritis. Let's get into this. World Economic Forum names XRP as crypto asset most relevant in central bank digital currency space. This article was posted not too long ago, actually, this month, the 27th. The World Economic Forum is looking at Ripple's native currency, XRP, the most relevant cryptocurrency in the emerging central bank digital currency space, also known as CBDC. So if you hear that term, you know it stands for Central Bank Digital Currency, CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency Space. Don't forget the space. In a report published early this year, the WEF says that central banks and government agencies are looking at the potential of CBDCs to solve global financial issues such as financial inclusions and the stability of payment systems. CBDCs is a digitized version of sovereign currencies created and issued by and a liability of the country's monetary authority. CBDC differs from other forms of digital 
or virtual currencies, including cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and stablecoins, which are not issued by central banks or typically considered legal tender. Although the WEF, WEF stands for World Economic Forum, just to let you know. So if you hear WEF, the acronym, uh, you know what that is. So uh, WEF says that central banks and government agencies are looking at potential of CBDCs to solve, you know, the global financial issues such as financial inclusion and the stability of payment systems, which I just read. Although the WEF is drawing a clear line between the two forms digital assets, it names XRP as the most relevant cryptocurrency in the wholesale CBDC space for intra or inter bank payments and settlements. In a recent blog post, Ripple notes that central banks around the world are locked in an arms race to develop their own CBDCs. The payments startup also explains how central banks can leverage XRP to facilitate and support the use of CBDCs. Ripple nets on demand liquidity service allows financial institutions to transact in real time across multiple global markets using digital asset XRP and such solutions can also support the direct exchange of CBDCs. XRP is faster, less costly, more scalable than any other digital asset, making it the ideal instrument in bridging two different currencies quickly and efficiently. That is found on dailyhodl.com. Guys, link is gonna be in the bio description below. Click that link so you can read further. Let's move on. 12 best keto diet books. So if you're interested in doing the low carb, high fat keto diet, you may want to dive into a good book on the subject to learn just a little bit more, right? Healthlines assembled the list of the best keto diet books based on the following criteria, ratings, author expertise. So ratings, does the book have high ratings or favorable reviews? That's underneath the ratings protocol criteria. So underneath author expertise, does the author have an academic degree experience or credentials that help boost their credibility as the keto diet expert? And they go into, does the book provide comprehensive look into the keto diet? So let's get into the list. So there's 12 books on their list, starting with number one, best overall, the Art and Science of Low-Carbohydrate Living by Stephanie Finey and Jeff Volick. Number two is The Obesity Code by Jason Fung. So Jason Fung is a Canadian neurologist who operates a medical clinic that uses the principle of ketogenic diets and fasting to help its patient lose weight and improve type 2 diabetes. Number three, New Atkins for a New You by Eric Westman, Stephanie Piney, and Jeff Volick. So along with Verda Health co-founders, Faney and Volick, I think, I think I'm saying their names right, sorry if I'm not. This book is a co-author by Eric Westman, a physician and weight management specialist who uses the principles of the keto diet in his outpatient weight loss clinic at Duke University. Number four, 
best plant-based Keturian by Will Coyle. This sounds interesting, actually. I, I would love to actually dive into this particular book right here. The book is a worthwhile read for vegans, vegetarians, and pescatarians who are interested in keto. Will Coyle, Coyle is a chiropractor and natural medicine doctor, author, uh, author of this book, which offers plant-based approach to the ketogenic diet. Very interesting. Number five, Southern Keto by Natasha Newton. Natasha Newton runs a popular keto recipe blog called Keto is Life. In addition, she offers this cookbook that contains a collection of over 100 keto-friendly versions of recipes that are popular in Southern United States, such as biscuits and sausage gravy. Boy, that sounds delicious. Yum. Number six, the wholesome yum. <laughs> the wholesome yum. <laughs> the wholesome, because I just said yum, so I just named class. The wholesome yum easy keto cookbook by Maya Cramp. And the great thing about this list too, that it shows you dollar points. You know, like restaurants. Is it expensive? Low cost? All that stuff. So Maya Maya Cramp operates a wildly popular keto recipe blog called Wholesome Yum. The Wholesome Yum Easy Keto Cookbook, she shares family-friendly recipes that require 10 or fewer ingredients and are easy and quick to prepare. Number seven, Ultimate Guide to Keto Bacon by Caroline Ketchup. And guys, my apologies once again, if any of these names are mispronounced, my apologies. Um, sorry, Caroline Ketchup runs a successful low-carb recipe blog called All Day I Dream About Food. Check it out. Simply Keto by Suzanne Ryan. Suzanne Ryan is a popular keto blogger who lost a significant amount of weight following the keto diet. Her food features many low-carb and keto-friendly recipes. Number nine, Fat Chance by Robert Lustig. Uh, Robert Lustig is a pediatric endocrinologist and a professor at the University of California, San Francisco. Although this book, Fat Chance, isn't explicit about the keto diet, it presents research showing the many ways in which sugar and highly processed foods can damage your health. Number 10, The Big Fat Surprise by Nina Tachels. So Nina is a health reporter and the executive director of the Nutrition Collision, a nonprofit organization that strives to ensure the scientific rigor of the dietary guidelines for Americans. Number 11, Good Calories, Bad Calories by Gary Tops. So Gary is a health journalist and co-founder of the Nutrition Science Initiative, a nonprofit organization that helps design and oversee nutrition research studies. Number 12, and this will be the last one. Most popular book, The Keto by Leon Rogel. Leon Rogel is a certified holistic nutritionist and well-known keto diet blogger and podcaster. Leon Vogel, maybe that's how you say it. Um, her book, The Keto Diet, provides a thorough and comprehensive look at the why and how of the keto diet, as well as recipes and meal plans. Pretty good, pretty good, good stuff here. A lot of books here. The one that, the one that really stands out to me, I really want to check out is number four, The Plant-Based Ketorian by Will Coyle. Uh, not, not that I don't want to check out the others, for sure. That just, I'm curious to, to see his take on how the keto diet and plant-based can 
I guess, merged together in some way and how you can see that aspect. Very interesting stuff, guys. Link is going to be in the podcast description. As always, click those links to read further. Moving on to the last one here on health, healthline.com. I found this article it talks about eight foods and beverages to avoid with arthritis. So I'm not going to read uh, the, the whole intro of it. I'll leave that up to you guys, but I'm going to get into the foods that they're talking about. Many of them you probably already know. Many of them I have spoken about on my podcast somewhere and spoken to many of my clients, family members, friends, so so forth and so on. So number one, big one, added sugar. You should limit your sugar intake no matter what, but especially if you have arthritis, added sugar are found in candy, soda, ice cream, and numerous other foods, including less obvious items like barbecue sauce. A study in 217 people with rheumatoid arthritis noted that among 20 foods, sugar sweetened soda and desserts were the most frequent reported to worsen RA symptoms. What's more, sugary beverages like soda may significantly increase the risk of arthritis. For example, in a study in 1,209 adult ages from 20 to 30, those who drank fructose sweetened beverages five times per week or more than or excuse me, more where three times likely to have arthritis than those who consume few to no fructose sweetening drinks. Furthermore, large studies, nearly 200,000 women associated a regular intake of sugar soda with an in increase in risk of arthritis. Number two, processed and red meats. Some research links red and processed meat to inflammation, which may increase arthritis symptoms. For example, diets heavy in processed and red meats demonstrate high levels of inflammatory markers like CRP, you know, stuff like that. Um, to get into it, you can check out, actually check out some of the links. Um, Creactive protein, um, that stands for CRP. The study in 217 people with RA mentioned above, also mentioned above in this article, also found that red meat commonly worsens arthritis symptoms. Additionally, in a study in 25,630 people determined that high red meat intake may be a risk factor for inflammatory arthritis. Number three, so uh, my mom, before she passed, she dealt with arthritis. And one of the things that I suggested to her is limiting the gluten, uh, foods with gluten in it, right? Uh, my studies in back in my culinary, when I was going for my culinary degree, we we touched on, you know, particular subjects like this. And gluten was one of those uh, items, ingredients that could potentially create some sort of sensitivity or uh, agitation if you already have some sort of inflammatory issues such as arthritis. So they, they list number three here as gluten containing foods, right? So gluten is a group of proteins in wheat, barley, rye, and many others. Uh, some research links it to increasing inflammation, like I was talking about, and suggest that going gluten-free may ease arthritis symptoms. And I've noticed a difference with her when she was doing that. She, she personally felt like it was working and she felt better. Did it completely take it away? I'm not going to say completely take it away, but if it can ease a little bit of that pain, I think that's, I think we're on the right track to something, right? What's more, people with celiac disease are a greater risk of developing 
arthritis. Likewise, those with autoimmune disease like um, arthritis have a significantly higher prevalence of celiac disease than the general population. Notably, an older one-year study in 66 people with arthritis found that gluten-free vegan diet significantly reduced disease activity and improved inflammation. Number four, highly processed foods. Ultra-processed items like fast food, breakfast cereal, and baked goods are typically high in refined grains, added sugars, preservatives, and other potentially inflammatory ingredients, all of which may worsen arthritis symptoms. Research suggests that Western diets rich in heavily processed foods may increase your risk of arthritis by contributing to inflammation and risk factors. Number five, alcohol. As alcohol may worsen arthritis symptoms, anyone with inflammatory arthritis should restrict or avoid it completely. They studied in 278 people with inflammatory arthritis that primarily affects the, the spinal cord, um, SI joints, tied alcohol intake to increase spinal structural damage. Studies have also shown that alcohol intake may increase the frequency and severity of gout attacks. Chronic alcohol consumption is associated with the increased risk of arthritis, some types of arthritis. Uh, though not all studies have found a significant link with um, particular arthritis, but there is there is definitely an association on which type of arthritis may may actually I guess deal, which which one you may actually deal with or feel the significant uh, pain from. I guess that's not the word I was looking for. Uh, significant changes in your body, but arthritis obviously. Um, in the severe state can definitely be painful for sure. Number six, certain vegetable oils. Diets high in omega-6 fats and low in omega-3 fats may worsen symptoms. These fats are necessary for health. However, the imbalanced ratio of omega-6 to omega-3s in most Western diets may increase inflammation. Foods high in salt. Cutting back on salt may be a good choice for people with arthritis. Foods high in salt include shrimp, canned soap, pizza, certain cheeses, processed meats, and numerous other processed items. A mouse study found that arthritis was more severe in mice fed a high diet, well, high salt diet than in those on a diet containing normal salt levels. And lastly, number eight, food high in age. So um, that's an acronym. Stands for advanced glycation end products are molecules created through uh, reactions between sugars and proteins, sugar and proteins or fats. They naturally exist in uncooked animal foods and are formed through a certain food methods, high protein, high fat animal foods that are fried, roasted, grilled, seared, or broiled are among the richest dietary sources of H, advanced glycation and products. These include bacon, pan fried or grilled steak, roasted or fried chicken and broiled hot dogs. French fries, American cheese, margarine, and mayonnaise are also rich in H. 
when age accumulate a in high amounts in your body, oxidative stress and age formation are tied to disease progression in people with arthritis. In fact, people with inflammatory arthritis have been shown to have higher levels of age in their bodies than people without arthritis. Age accumulation in bones and joints may also play a role in the development and progression of arthritis. So replacing high age foods with nutritious whole foods like vegetables, fruits, legumes, and fish may reduce the total age load in your body, which is important. So that's it for today here on SEWCT. Alexa calls SEWCT SUIT. So we have two names. We have the acronym SEWCT, which originally came from Simple Eats with Chef T, and we basically cover the science. We cover eats, foods, obviously. I guess you could say environmental topics as well. Could go underneath E. W. We try to cover topics focusing on waste and water. C, besides chef, get into cooking, right? Um, chef, cooking can basically be underneath that. Cannabis, CBD, all that good stuff, that whole entire family. And lastly, T, technology. Uh, as you probably already know, if you've been following me for quite some time, that trying to merge technology into this platform is important i think a lot i think all these topics that i just spoke about is extremely well topic in, in terms of in terms of what SEWCT. that's what i mean um those those uh topics on those subjects are really important and i want to highlight them on this platform for you guys because essentially my goal is you know i speak about skillful eaters which I think is extremely important. And I've mentioned it in some of my podcasts on why I am trying to build a platform that will essentially help you all become skillful eaters, but more importantly, help you all become just more educated about healthier lifestyle. And healthy lifestyle is such a broad, broad topic. There's so many elements that are underneath healthy lifestyle besides food. So I think we should definitely be focusing on health of the earth, because if the earth is healthy, or heading into, well, I was gonna say heading into a healthier, healthier state, which is pretty much what we're trying to do. If we, if we do that, if we're able to tackle a majority of that, or majority of the issues surrounding that subject, essentially we're 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 helping the humankind become healthier as well during that process. So I think that's all our. I think that's that should be our goal as. The human culture and hopefully this platform can start inspiring you to do the right thing <laughs> wasn't that a do the right thing wasn't that a was that a movie <laughs> a song do the right thing i know daryl will know this <laughs> he's the one that hooks me up with my sound thanks d all right guys great talking to you guys once again thanks for joining me right here at SEWCT. once again i hope this sound came out at least decent for you guys i felt like i was pretty much at the same tone throughout the throughout the whole experience but we'll see We'll see. We'll see. We, we, we will see. You guys stay healthy. Keep being inspired and do something fun. Peace, guys. Catch you on the next one. Oh, thank you.